Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome. We're grateful that you're joining us either by video or podcast. I'm Corey and I'm sitting with Kelly and Charles. And we're so glad to join in conversation with one another this day. We are we are in conversation today on our lectionary text, our gospel reading for this Sunday from Mark chapter 10. Mark just keeps teaching us about following Jesus and what that means. And so as we gather, we know that all of you have prayers and needs. And so uh, we invite you just to join us in this moment. Uh, Let us pray. God, we pray that wherever we are, driving down the road, walking, listening, um, wherever we find ourselves, we invite you to be with us. Guide us and bless us as we open your holy scriptures to teach us. We pray these things in your holy name. Amen. All right, so this week we're in Mark still, chapter 10, verses 35 through 45. Mm -hmm. Would you like me to read? I've got the CEB today. Awesome. Excellent. It reads, James and John, Zebedee's sons, came to Jesus and said, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want for me to do to you, he asks. Uh, They said, allow one of us to sit on your right and the other on your left when we enter your glory. Jesus replied, we don't know, you don't know what we're at, what you're asking. Can you drink the cup I drink or receive the baptism I receive? We can, they answered. Jesus said, you will drink the cup I drink and receive the baptism I receive, but to sit on my right or on my left hand isn't mine to give. It belongs to those for whom it has been prepared. Now, when the other 10 disciples heard about this, they became angry with James and John. Jesus called them over and said, you know that the ones who are considered the rulers by the Gentiles show off their authority over them and their high ranking officials order them around, but that is not the way it will be with you. Whoever wants to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wants to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the human one didn't come to be served, but rather to serve and to give his life to liberate many people. What does the NRSV say? What's that liberate? Um, it says, um, for the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So I guess I guess it's embedded in that word mm-hmm. ransom, which I guess is you, you're setting free. Yeah. You, you are giving something for something. Right. Yeah. It means that, yeah, just kind of an exchange is taking place. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just really struck by that liberate. I yeah. had been reading it in the NRSV earlier this week, and then yeah. when I switched over to the CEB, it jumped right off the page at me. I know, mm-hmm. truly. Earlier this week, Charles and I were talking about this passage, um, as as we do, and he said, "Didn't we just read this?" And mm-hmm. uh, it feels like we have, because the disciples are always up to something, always missing the point. And uh, here in chapter 10, Jesus has just told them, I'm going to die. I'm going to die, guys. This is not going to end well. And um, James and John say, okay, that's fine, but we need you to do a little something for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, those -hmm. disciples are always up to something. But you're right, Charles, this does feel a whole lot like what we read, what was it, two weeks ago? Mm Mm-hmm. 
when yeah. they're uh, three weeks who's ago, the greatest who's the greatest among us? Yeah, well, yeah. So uh, I think I think that's our cue that Jesus is teaching us something important for the second time around because we, like the disciples, maybe didn't get it the first time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Charles, I know you've you've read through this this week too. I mean, we just keep is this a lesson that we have to come back to again and again? <laughs> what I, is it? I, I think so. I think it's something because I did feel that way of like, okay, what else can we say about this? And it's so plain, yeah, uh, into in in many ways. Um, but it was just interesting. Something that that I have not seen before. I guess two different things: the fact that it was James and John, sons of Zebedee, who yeah. went. To Jesus, um, one thing Matthew has this, but has their mother mm-hmm. Salome going to Jesus, and some are wondering if you know Mark wasn't just trying to save face for James and John in this <laughs> <laughs> um, a yeah. little bit and saying it was a little bit more going on. Uh, but then, secondly, this whole idea of servant that, from what we know, um, or the only ones we know uh who who had servants in their household were james and john or had workers in mark 1 Mm -hmm. chapter 20 Mm -hmm. uh when they're they're called then it said that they uh left their fishing boats left their nets with their father zebedee and his servants and Mm -hmm. his workers okay and that just puts a whole other spin on this whole idea of ordering people around or having authority and Mm -hmm. are called to to serve when you think that the two who came were Perhaps the ones who experienced that growing up, yeah, and their their perspective is it is it or could it be that their perspective of greatness is the idea of how how many people do you have under you? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. how many people can you order around? That that those are the great people, right? Whoever has the bigger staff, the bigger Uh group, Mm -hmm. the bigger followers, you know, can you put us in that place, Jesus, where we have. Uh, underlings. We really like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it really, yeah, if you look at Mark one twenty, it yeah. kind of gives that idea that they just kept on, you know, they had enough yeah. people, yeah. servants, workers, to just keep on fishing. And so... Mm-hmm. That's a great... I mean, have we changed much? <laughs> as, as, Unfortunately not. Yeah. Yeah. We all have that... Uh, I, I was reading a commentary that says there's this, a little bit of a Zebedee Sons of Zebedee, giant James right. and John were the sons of Zebedee. There's some of that DNA in us. Yeah, that that Zebedee-ness mm-hmm. sneaks in into all of us. I think it's really interesting, and, and this might not be exactly what you're saying, but it seems like James and John come from means, maybe not a wealthy family, maybe mm-hmm. a wealthy family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, in a way, Jesus is, is telling them, like, this is not a game anymore. I think it's really cool that you dropped everything to follow me, but it didn't cost you anything because they're still not quite mm-hmm. understanding. It, yeah. it wasn't as costly for them as maybe those who dropping their nets was the only thing they had and leaving mm-hmm. their family behind. I think the idea it here for at least me is that following Jesus costs you something. It's not something that raises you up to uh, greatness or mm-hmm. authority, but it it, it in a way makes you lower, which is of course what Jesus is saying here, that that's the gold standard mm-hmm. to, to follow me is to be the lowest, the, the servant of all, which mm-hmm. is kind of uh, a little difficult to wrap your brain around. It really is. It and is. I, I, I feel for James and John just a little bit when yeah. I read this because, oh, yeah. well, here here's the part. I mean, I think there's that culture, that Zebedee, we all have the Zebedee-ness. I mm-hmm. think you need to coin that phrase. Um, <laughs> Kelly, in all of us, and in the sense that um, 
they come to Jesus and they ask this question. Um, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. Mm-hmm. What a question. And then down the line, if you just didn't even listen to the conversation, Jesus just says to them, and you don't know what you're asking. Right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Those two phrases, those if two, you just lifted yeah. those out of this text of how often do we go and say, this is what I need from you. And Jesus says, you don't have any... You know, not that Jesus puts this down, but the idea of I, I'm seeing this in a bigger right. perspective. Or you're, something. Right, you're seeing this much. Yeah. I'm seeing yeah. this much. Yeah. I'm more in that first question of people in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Where I, I got a good plan, Jesus. Um, Come on. It gives me that. Uh, it reminds me of like the the famous question from your teenage years when you call your mom. Okay, don't freak out. Or like, yeah. don't be mad. You promise you won't be mad. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sorry, Charles, I interrupted you. No, I was just thinking about the the part of you drink the cup I receive and the baptism Mm -hmm. I receive and just, you know, the cup is, um, and of course we think of communion, but it was symbolic in Psalms and other places as, you know, as a gift from God. But then baptism was not really quite understood the way, Mm -hmm. uh, or or this word, I mean, it means to... um, to dip or to submerge and so mm-hmm. jesus is almost calling us calling james and john to submerge themselves in this mm-hmm. way of life where we kind of like coming up for air and kind of doing our own thing for a little bit and then yeah maybe submerging a little bit more you know yeah mm-hmm. like at to take it at our own pace mm-hmm. well and, and you think about the baptismal vows that we take sometimes when we come to church mm-hmm. and we hear them and they're often shared over the cutest little child we have a little baby infant in mm-hmm. front of us and we say will you will you as parents help this child reject the evil powers of this world <laughs> you and know injustice. injustice repent of their sin you know all these things that these kind of bold things that we're saying and it's almost like do we know what we're saying <laughs> right you know there's a moment you where know you, what you ask yeah do you do you realize what you're asking when you say i'm ready to be baptized or i want my child to be baptized into this movement because it, i don't know have we domesticated the christian yeah. <laughs> church in That's some way i put it I had a professor once who was like, I don't understand. He was joking, saying this very tongue-in-cheek, why anyone would ever hand their baby over to this stranger to be baptized after we ask them if they reject the evil powers of wickedness and say that when we do this, your child will die and then be raised with Jesus. That's a crazy thing to do to hand your infant over to do yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it's a so lot. So all that, of that to say, yes, yeah. I think sometimes <laughs> we, we uh, domesticate maybe what this baptism that Jesus calls us to, all that it is. Yeah. And, and when we say, I'm ready to be great in what you're doing, Jesus, and how often does Jesus maybe say, I don't think you realize what you're signing up for because this is going to cost you everything. Mm-hmm. This is not a feel-good, best life now <laughs> kind of moment. No, no. I mean, not that it's not your best life now, but you know what I mean. It's not the world's definition of our best. You know, this right. is it's so counter to mm-hmm. truly countercultural, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I read, you know, and I thought about this for about, doing this for about five seconds, that was about it, but um, of a pastor in this text who, um, you know, got up at 11 o'clock service, formal service, and said, guess what? We're going to wash feet today and had towels and stuff. Oh. And just let it hang there for, you know, about 30 seconds and then said, 
that made you nervous, didn't it? <laughs> Whether you were going to, you know, think about washing or receiving, that made you nervous. That was challenging. Yeah. Um, I so got yes, a little nervous. Yeah, so I thought about that for that long. But anyway, but it's so true that whether we are, you know, called to serve or whether we are being served, mm -hmm. it, you know, there's there's a little bit of that uncomfortableness mm -hmm. and trying to figure out, okay, how can I kind of get around this or how can I mm -hmm. do this best? Um, and to me, it's always interesting. I've said this before that um, in some ways, I think you know, serving is easier because when we're serving, we're in control, mm -hmm. and when we're being served, we're really not in control. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, so sometimes it's a, you know, it's a difficult mix. But uh, anyway, I just thought about that. Yeah, that moment of we're going to do this and without any talking preparation and just all the thoughts, feelings that come yeah. alongside that. And if that's not similar to what we're called to do mm -hmm. each day. Don't you think that word control is a pretty important Mm -hmm. When you shared that word coming out of what you're saying, I think I think control is a big part of this. It's like if you're if you're gonna go to the cross, or I don't know if I don't know if well Jesus did he he didn't even say he was gonna go to the cross, but he said um, just before this he said they're gonna hand him over to the Gentiles, they will mm -hmm. mock him, spit upon him, flog him, kill him, right. and after three days, so it's almost like that control word comes out where James and John go, well let's control what we can, let's mm -hmm. let's be great. Yeah. yeah, and and I I feel this in my own life. I think you all know this about me. I'm pretty type A, really straight laced. Uh, I like a to do list. I like being or feeling in control of things. And so I guess if we're gonna give James and John a generous read, maybe mm -hmm. they are responding to what Jesus has said here, as they fear that he they know now that all that he's been saying is gonna come true. He is going to die. It's going to be scary. I think. Maybe they're acting out of fear and trying to exercise some control, trying to grasp for whatever they can. Like, all right, Jesus, if you're going to die, that's fine. But can you guarantee that it's also going to be good for us? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's really human. But mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of our default when we feel helpless or fearful or whatever it may be. Control feels like kind of the stabilizing force in our life, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, I, th I think as we kind of come to the close of this, the idea that um, we live in a world that is not controllable Controllable right now. We can't mm -hmm. control the outcome of a pandemic. We can't control the outcome of our health sometimes. We can't yeah. control what happens in families or school or, you know, country, <laughs> the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's uh, creation. You think about it, there's so much yeah. that seems out of control that there are times I think what is is our is is our lifestyle right now motivated by trying to be a little Zebedee-ish? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, control it. Let's yeah. control what we can, and if we can't, let's be in charge or be great or yeah. or, or help control others. But Jesus is saying, "Follow me." Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, this is the third time that he that Jesus told them, and and more. Um, kind of elaborate each time more detailed that that he was going to be you know be be killed mm -hmm. and um and james and john um you know i think this idea they were heading towards jerusalem and towards us and they knew that you know that something was going on but like you say that moment of control and it's kind of like uh you know they thought so this walk of humility and this walk um towards the the cross that it was kind of more like a tiger walk that it was more like mm -hmm. you know it may be difficult there may be a something going on there but we're going 
mm -hmm. um, win. So I have the other side on the glory. When we win, we want to be. Yeah. We just want to check now, so then we can be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think yes, I think that idea of control is so. Mm -hmm. so and and in an out of control world, mm -hmm. Jesus calls us to trust. Yeah. In an out of control age, in an out of control life, that is kind of seems to be part of the big thing that he calls them to is the mm -hmm. idea of remember your baptism in some way and mm -hmm. remember the sustaining presence of, you know, God who's with us always. Mm -hmm. um, so if, as y'all think about praying today, what, what are some prayers we need to offer up as we close? Oh, I feel like there's so much for our world, for all of um, the people in Afghanistan. There's some people in our church who are very sick and hmm. our schools, our students. Mm -hmm. Our leaders. Our um, leaders. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so as we close in prayer, BC, Charles, mm -hmm. can you pray for us as mm -hmm. we seek to sure. move forward and, mm -hmm. and allow... Um, ourselves to be like Zeb. I love that the Zebedees felt comfortable asking whatever they wished. <laughs> There's something there about that. Approachability There's another that, angle Jesus. we didn't go in, but yeah. at the same time, I love where Jesus takes us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, definitely will. And Kelly, thank you for letting us sit at your right and your left. Absolutely. I know. God, we just thank you for this time as we look at your word, as we are uh, just challenged and encouraged and um, and see it with our minds, with our hearts. And um, God, we just pray that we can just truly really trust you in times that seem uncontrollable, uh, that we know where our faith, our hope comes from, uh, and that is you. And we do pray for those who are sick, those who are hurting in so many different ways, um, those who are uh, suffering uh, very close by or very far away. And we thank you, uh, Lord, that you call each one of us um, to this idea of, of greatness because you call each one of us to serve and to trust you. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.